This episode is brought to you by Kettlebell Kickboxing Canada. Get into your best shape with their comprehensive programs. So sign up now to either their basic package or warrior package with the code PSPKB, all caps, for 15% off. Stay fit this winter with Kettlebell Kickboxing Canada. We are the Pro Sports Podcasters, where no sport is left behind. It's time for another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters with your hosts, Nee Wallace-Bruce, Corbert Durand, and Justin Williams. On this podcast, we have guests from all over the world, covering every sport from artistic gymnastics to weightlifting. We are something for every sports fan on PSP. Whether your interests are the athletes playing the game, the coaches, or the media, we've got you covered. Fun and informative, honest and engaging. You won't want to miss a single episode. So let's kick this off. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Pro Sports Podcasters. I'm one half of your host today, Justin Williams. And you know I'm never alone. You know I got somebody. But this somebody and I are going to talk a little bit of hockey with our guests. And I'll tell you who that is momentarily. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him by name. He's the man behind the mic, the one that makes the magic work, the one that makes me sound so good when I sound so rough. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Colbert Durant. Kobe, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, buddy. And I actually saw uh, your most recent post on your Instagram. You looked a bit taller, so you got to be feeling pretty fantastic. Oh, 100%. I am feeling so tall right now. You just got to love it. <laughs> but you know what? We have our guest today, and she is an all-star, quite literally all-star level. I'm just going to read you some of her achievements here. She was the lead leaguer in goals against average at 1.7 from the 2019-2020 season, also league leader in save percentages at 0.941. In that same year, she was the lead leaguer in lead leader in wins. Oh my God, was 17, and she was on the All-Star MVP team. Like she was an MVP, and she got Goaltender of the Year. And last year, she was a finalist for that prestigious award. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the great Lovisa Salander. Lovisa, how you doing? I'm great. Thank you for that intro. <laughs> Anytime. Thank you for coming on the show. You're just a beast and a half. <laughs> Got that Boston pride going on for you. <laughs> anyway, so I guess I'll kick this off real quick. What got you into hockey? That's a good question. I don't actually remember starting playing hockey, but I have two older brothers. And um, I do know that my parents put them in hockey and they put me in figure skating. Okay. And I was not too happy with their decision. <laughs> so I just started pleased. tagging along with one of my brothers whenever he had practices. Oh, yeah. And did you always aspire to be the goalie position? Or you're like, you know what? I want to start as defense or whatever. And then... No, I was actually a pretty bad player. So I picked goalie. It was pretty early. I must have been like eight, maybe, when I was like, yeah. goalie is definitely for me. And do you remember that eureka moment? Or were you just kind of like, you know what? Yeah, this this will do. It was probably started in street hockey. I think if you're the youngest, you usually get put in that, and I must have enjoyed it. <laughs> you're like, I'll make this a career, damn you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll prove you wrong, brothers. Exactly. How did you get the offer to come play for the Boston Pride? Were you playing in Sweden at the time? No, so I was actually at college, so I played at RPI. Yeah. You know, it's a little different with how the women's draft is set up versus the men's one. So it's more... I think it might have been my coaches that asked me at RPI and said, are you interested in this? And I said, yeah, that sounds awesome. And then it's more of a conversation of you reaching out and saying, hey, I'd be interested in doing this. And you kind of go from there. Okay. And obviously after your 
you know, fantastic first season. They're going to want to keep you on. How are you enjoying playing for the Boston Pride and how are you enjoying the PHF in general? I love it. We have such a fun team and such a fun group that going to practices every day is a lot of fun and the games are awesome. And I think the league is really, you know, stepping up, especially this year. It's been every game has been a tough one. So it's a lot of fun. And what's the development like of the women's game in Sweden? I think it's definitely gotten better since I left. So I played boys hockey until I was 15. Okay. And then I made the jump straight into women's hockey. And I know some of my teammates, you know, they played both boys and girls. So it kind of depended if your team had a girls team or not. But I think now it's definitely growing. And I know even a lot of college players go go over to Sweden and play a couple of years in the women's league there as well, which is great. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I'm just reading your profile and you have a few things in common with both of us. Number one, it says you're a chemical engineer. I am. Hey, I'm, I'm an electrical engineer. So it's nice to, to find somebody who I suffered with. It was horrible. <laughs> and your brother and father are also or were professional golf players. Is that true? Yes. That's, I'm, I'm from a golf family. So you, there was an early age you were on the golf course. Ah, yeah, I was going to say, I'm just learning golf myself, but Kobe over here is a bit of a semi-pro. Kobe, you want to take this? A <laughs> semi-pro. We have highlight on the semi there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a golf addict. Uh, you could say that, right? So you ended up playing for RPI, the NCAA. Did you have other options? I talked to a couple schools, but I wasn't really on the radar um, too much because I played in Sweden and I did not make the U18 Swedish team. Okay. So it was more, you know, I'd gone to a couple of camps in Sweden and they still do the camp where it's called College Hockey Showcase now, where they bring in a couple D3 coaches and kind of let us undiscovered players get a chance to talk to the coaches and see if anyone's interested. Um, so I, de- I definitely talked to a couple of schools, but I fell for RPI pretty quickly. And was there something specific about RPI that attracted you to it? I think it was... You know, the balance of being able to do engineering as well as the hockey program and everyone I met there were seemed like genuinely good people. All right. So with this year being, uh, well, I guess the last two years of COVID kind of being COVID, how has that impacted your training alongside your playing style? That's a good question. I mean, definitely when COVID first hit, you know, we were going into our final weekend of my first season and everything kind of got canceled and there was no skating and kind of limited access to gym. So that summer was a little bit interesting of kind of just body workouts and I got rollerblades to try and stay in shape. Yeah. But now I'm fortunate enough, my, the apartment complex I live in actually had a sweet gym. So whenever I feel like I can always walk down and get a workout in and practices were a little bit interesting last year with the fact that we didn't play until January. <laughs> so we had a solid three months of preseason there, which was a bit of a grind, but we're definitely happy to be back and playing some games in between the practices. Yeah, we're happy to, to have you back. Uh, as you may know, we're affiliated with the Toronto Six, so and we're huge, huge fans of PHF, and we love watching you know women's hockey kind of grow into, into what it will be, and we're happy to be at its infancy, essentially. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I know we're happy that you would you know come on and speak about it and being on our show. But now to further that point, where do you see women's hockey, at least in North America, maybe even the world, Sweden in particular, heading in the next 10 years? I think it's, I mean, it's definitely growing. And I think, you know, with the ESPN contract as well, it's just being on TV and 
you know, getting more visibility to everyone. And I think there's definitely also that more of the women kind of see a future after college and the opportunity to continue playing, whether it's in the PHF or in Europe. So I think that's important, too, to kind of showcase and prove that, you know, even if you have a full-time job, you can still continue playing as long as, you know, you put the work in. Yes, ma'am. Do you, do you work as an engineer? I do. I work for a pharmaceuticals company. That is, uh, that's amazing. I don't, actually. I used to for a while and I got <laughs> laid off because of COVID, so then I, I took up security instead. But uh, is there anybody that you idolized your game after? And that doesn't have to necessarily be like just the game, but also like the game work ethic. So I had a couple of goalies growing up that started with Patrick Waugh when I was really young. Yeah. Colorado Avalanche had a lot of good players, so that was what me and my brothers grew up with watching. And then Henrik Lundqvist is probably oh. every Swedish goalie's favorite player. <laughs> Mr. Lundqvist. Yeah, and Brodeur was a huge one too when I was a kid. My people. Martin Brodeur. Yeah. I actually saw him get, uh, get into the inaugural Hall of Fame or whatever it was uh, in 2017, the year they booed Gary Bettman. <laughs> That was a fun. Well, he's not doing much for for talking in the way of North America, so that guy can leave his job anytime soon. Yeah. <sighs> yes, but anyways, do you feel that there should be a separate event for either hockey or women's hockey in general that rivals that of the Olympics? I don't know if you've heard, but uh, the NHL is no longer going to the Olympics. Yeah. And Gary Bettman has never really been a fan of them going to the Olympics because the NHL doesn't get paid, but they use their players kind of deal. So they tried bringing in the World Cup of Hockey. I don't know if you remember that in 2016, but that was an absolute poop show. I do remember that. Was that when they had like Team North America? And like Team North America under 23. Yeah. Yeah. That That's how bad it was. <laughs> Anyways, and like Team Europe and like, okay. Anyway, my point is, do you feel like hockey in general or just women's hockey would benefit from kind of like soccer, like the World Cup every four years? I mean, I probably would. I would say anything that could help women's hockey grow and especially get it outside of the normal hockey fan viewership mm-hmm. would be incredibly beneficial for the league. And I know that they tried to do that too with a couple of years ago, they had the all-star game in a city that didn't have a women's hockey team. Right. And I think those types of things are just great ideas to kind of, you know, spread the word about it. You just kind of get everyone on board with, uh, with women's hockey. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes sense. I'm totally Shot in their face a little bit. Yeah, well, what's that old thing? Shove the shove the problem in someone's face, and it'll go away, <laughs> right? And that's exactly it. Like we need to talk about how there's lack of exposure. Love that ESPN has this. I do feel like TSN in Canada really should pick it up because they have an affiliation with ESPN, anyways. But yeah, but I feel like there should be so much more done for for women's hockey. But anyways, I digress. I digress. We'll get there eventually. So I like when I speak to goalies of any sport, soccer, hockey, whatever it is. I always like to ask them: Is there a goal that was scored on you that you wish you could take back? I mean, I did get in our Toronto game. You might have seen it on the highlight reel. It was me and my two defensemen kind of got dangled one by one, and then she scored. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah that was that. an unfortunate one. Whenever they show up on the highlight reel, you're kind of like, ah, I wish didn't have to rewatch that. But you that made the highlight again. reel. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah, it's bittersweet. Like, ah, uh, like with Connor McDavid, he scored against those four defenders. It's yeah. like, ah, uh, you're going to be immortalized for the rest of your life. Not for what you wanted, <laughs> though, but 
because you are a feared goalie within the league. You're so passive. You're so nice. You're so like everything. But your stats speak for themselves. You're an insanely talented goalkeeper. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. It's just like it's it's amazing when anything goes past you. It's more of like not even a celebration of our skill or whoever's skill that scored. It's more just the oh my god, you know who that is? Like that's it's like essentially finding a pot of gold. It's like okay, cool. <laughs> now everyone parked the bus so nobody else can score. Yeah, it's it's outstanding. I remember when we like whenever we scored, I was just like oh. Oh my. <laughs> now I'm going to I'm going to go back in time for a little bit here and we're going to go back to when you faced Toronto in the uh in the playoffs. Yep. And we all we all know the curse that Toronto has in Boston from NHL to what was the NWHL. What was that night like for you? It was just a lot of fun. I think the fact the way the bubble ended and you know going back to practice, I think we were all just so excited to get to continue playing because we kind of thought at the end of that that maybe we don't get to finish the season and it is what it is but you know the fact that we got to continue playing and we were all just ready and excited and to play on our home rink I think had a little bit of extra pizzazz to it yeah (laughs) yeah I want to talk a little bit about your home country because it's pretty dear to me as well I spent a lot of time in Sweden I've got relatives in Sweden awesome you live north of Stockholm right yes about 20 minutes. Okay. So just like a suburb then of, of Stockholm. I yep. have family from Lerum and I had family in Ladoza, if you know where that is, it's, although it's very small. But I got a chance to attend high school for a bit in Sweden to see what it was like. I played soccer in Sweden. Oh, cool. How does life in Sweden compare to life in Boston? It's definitely a little bit different. I feel like, you know, especially just suburb to city-wise. Mm-hmm. I was like 15 years old and me and my mom went to New York City for the first time and I'd never seen a skyscraper. Oh. And I was like, wow, it's amazing. So I do enjoy the view every morning, just looking out over the water. But, you know, it's it's fairly similar. I'd say the language is definitely a difference. Uh, <laughs> people are much more chatty in, in the States than they are in Sweden. Yeah, I can I can vouch for that as well. Actually, yep. <laughs> there's no no polite hellos in the elevator. <laughs> Does Boston have any kind of festival that rivals Midsummer or no? I don't know. We have gone to a couple of. I uh, hopefully they'll open back up post COVID, but the food truck markets they have okay are amazing. Oh, so good. Okay, that that can't compare to Midsummer. Our Midsummer, my family Midsummer is actually that we play. We used to go out. And play golf on midsummer. Oh really? And it was a it was a family competition for fifty bucks. <laughs> so hold on, do you know your handicap? I don't know what it would be like now, but I got it down to an eight when I was a teenager. Oh figures, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rub it in. Single digits. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to go play right now, it definitely wouldn't be the prettiest. <laughs> I mean, my uh, my handicap just they just tell me to stop. They're like, thank you, Mr. Williams, for digging us that pool on hole number four, but we didn't want that. Do you get the nice shot you're up? Uh, yeah, kind of. I get. I just pick up my ball and throw it at some points. It's <laughs> Kobe can attest. This episode is brought to you by Kettlebell Kickboxing Canada. Get into your best shape with their comprehensive programs. So sign up now to either their basic package or warrior package with the code PSPKB, all caps, for 15% off. Stay fit this winter with Kettlebell Kickboxing Canada. 
so aside from hockey and engineering, what else do you do with your life? Is there like a hobby you enjoy or is there other sports you watch? I have really been enjoying playing video games lately. Ooh. That's my sit down on the couch and play for a couple hours. It's been very nice over Christmas break. Wait, which games? Which games? I'm currently playing Witcher 3. Oh, okay. Okay, which system? I got a PlayStation 5. Oh, they're sold out here. They're sold out everywhere, guy. I know. You know unless, <laughs> unless you're an elite hockey goalie, you're not getting Exactly. One. Yeah, unless you're an MVP, you don't get yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Oh, no, I got one of those Twitter trackers. To, as soon as they were in stock, I was like, I'm going to get one. One of my favorite, all-time favorites is The Last of Us. That was a really oh, good Oh, my game. God, yes. And then The Last of Us Part Two is not as good. No, but like, okay, so I had a little issue, like the random sex scenes that were in it, like out of nowhere. You're just like this Ronda Rousey character and like that guy in a boat. I was like, what? Like literally the, yeah. like, the conversation leading up to it had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and then you're just sitting there kind of like, can I skip this cutscene? Yeah, it's shock gaming. That's what it is, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, 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 okay, cool. And like that, like a poor fight scene near the end where she was like tied up for, I don't know, a couple months. And then, yeah. what's her face? Allie's like, I want to fight you. And it's like, oh, oh Ellie or whatever. It's like, I want to fight you. It's like, what? What? Why? Okay. And I, was, I end up hating Ellie by the end of it. Yeah. You kind of hate all the characters in that game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm mad that you Joel You kind of hate all the characters. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler to anybody who hasn't played the game or has lived under a rock. But how, how annoyed were you that Joel died? Oh, I was pissed. Oh, I wanted to end the game right there. And that's the start of the second like, it goes and snowball then, fight, Joel dies. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it was also weird that you kind of play... I've never played a game where you play all three days as one character and then you move to the other character. Because yeah. once you hit day one with Abby, was that her name? So um, Abby, Ellie, I don't know. That's also when I wanted to quit the game. I was like, I'm halfway through. Do I really need to grind through another yes, 12 hours of my yes. life? <laughs> but you, you yes. did, though, didn't you? Oh, yeah. You can't leave a game unfinished. <laughs> no, that's, that's, a sin. that's a cardinal sin to do that. <laughs> Yeah, so they're, they're also making a uh, Last of Us movie and a Uncharted movie. Yeah, I movie. saw that. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the Uncharted movie. I love those games. Oh, Uncharted. Have you played the the Only Women's one? Like, I think it's... No, I have not, one. but I saw they were making a remastered version of it that's coming out next month. Is it? Okay, because I got it back when quarantine started and it was on playstation for like four dollars like every game was four dollars on playstation <laughs> at one point yeah they were giving out free games just to keep people home and i was like thank you <laughs> i will take but, this oh 100 percent. but i think that game number one should have been longer and number two has the funniest dialogues between all the characters of any uncharted like nathan drake <laughs> is great don't get me wrong, he has a bunch of zingers, but these two ladies just tearing anybody they talk to apart makes my day. I'll have to put it on my list then. Oh my, well, if it's more than like 15 bucks, I wouldn't do it. But anyways, um, <laughs> unless the remaster comes with more levels, and I hope it does. I really, really hope it does. Yeah, and then Tom Holland is playing that, is playing Nathan Drake, which I thought was interesting. It makes sense. I know. He doesn't look like a Nathan Drake at all in the game, none whatsoever. Yeah, but I mean, realistically, they're going to they're gonna make him up a bit. Yeah, they're riding that Spider-Man wave. Exactly. Right? Yeah, like they, all, they all knew. And well, it's funny because Tom Holland said, he's just like, you know, back before he was really known, he went to, somebody interviewed him and was like, you know, if you could play one Marvel character, who would you be? Spider-Man. He books the role. And he goes, if you could date any celebrity, who would you date? And he goes, Zendaya. He's dating her. And then it's like, what video game, in the same interview, they're like, what video game did you play the most growing up if you played? And he went, oh, I'm a huge fan of the Uncharted series. And now he's playing Nathan Drake. So this kid's hitting like, He's just winning life right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> right? So I, I need some of whatever Tom Holland is eating. I'll take two. <laughs> All right. 
Anyways. What's your favorite video game of all time? Oh, it's a tough one. Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> it is a really tough... It might be The Last of Us, but I'm also thinking it might be NHL because I played it with my brothers so much growing up. Okay, so, okay. Like, if, if you're having friends over, NHL, if you can just sit by yourself for a couple of hours, probably The Last of Us. There you go. What would it be for you, Justin? Huh, huh. Uh, so it would probably be Uncharted, like all of them. There's a great series to, to run. But it would have to be if I, if I have friends over. Because, yeah, I guess there's two categories. There's like ones you play by yourself, ones you play with your friends. Uh, yeah, friends would have to be NHL or FIFA. Not really NBA. NBA gets oddly competitive for whatever reason. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, NHL or FIFA for groups and Uncharted for alone times. All right. How about you, Coke? You play sometimes. Uh, for me, it's actually I'm a little more old school. But and it it works for both actually whether it's uh, on my own or with a group and that's uh, Diablo. Oh, I still haven't played that. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> how can you not yeah, have played I Diablo? I don't know. I just never got around <laughs> to it. I'm, I don't know. I just never played it. I need to. I hear it's really great. Diablo three apparently did something with records. All right, I'll just edit the section out so our fans don't know. <laughs> 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 they, can, they can stop being ashamed of you, right? Oh my god, they all hate me so much. <laughs> Anyways, do you have a VR headset? I do not. I am interested in it though. Oh, that is a game changer. I honestly, I've been knocking around the idea of getting a, a PSVR for since they started advertising PSVR, and I yeah. keep resisting doing it because I just feel like there might be two games that I'm interested in, and it seems like kind of a, a fair amount to pay out for two games. Well, here's the thing. There are very it's hard to play with the games. Games can be very difficult at times. Like I'm currently playing Iron Man VR and I get kind of motion sick from it. Like it's 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 good, but it's it's bad because it's very lifelike. You feel like you're really in there. Obviously. You're not supposed VR. to drink when you're playing the game. That's that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. But one of my favorite like, how often do... do you just break things in your house? I feel like I'm too into the game and then all of a sudden something's broken. Exactly. Like literally there's, there's a warning. It says, you know, make sure you have adequate space. So I try to adhere to the warning. I try, but I have broken, not like a lamp thing. It was just some like random stand my mom had that shouldn't have been there, but it got knocked over. But I beat those bots. One of my favorite things to do actually with the VR headset is to just sit there and you can listen to music too. Okay. Kind of just, just laying in this realm and you just watch these, these lights go off and fireworks all around you as you're listening to me. It's it's very nice. So it's like your own personal rave. Essentially is what it is. <laughs> a nice relaxing rave. <laughs> yeah. That's oh right. my God. That's <laughs> that's when you have a, a drink with it. I got a question for you, Livy. So this is something I don't know if it really applies to, to hockey or not, but given your accomplishments, I guess it would apply to you if it does. Do you have any sponsors? I do not. I'm in a weird visa situation where I can only get paid for being a chemical engineer. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So but you're not allowed hopefully to. Hopefully in the future. No. <laughs> are there other players on the Boston Pride who have sponsors? Yeah, I think there are a couple. You okay. see them promoting things on Instagram every once in a while. All right. So it is allowed. It's just in your situation, you can't have them. Yep. That sort of sucks. That hopefully sucks. it will change in the near future. I think it will. Now, could you promote something in Sweden? I think so. Okay. Speaking of... If they were to have a world championship now, would you represent Sweden? I don't think so at the moment. I know I'm kind of on his radar, but okay. with the past, whatever it is, two years, I haven't been able to go home or go to any camps with COVID and everything. 
so it's my it's my goal for you know the future hopefully this summer i can go home and kind of fight my way back into the team but as of right now probably a little further down on the list okay so it's because you haven't practiced with the actual squad they've got together yeah okay and given your save percentage has been excellent pretty much everywhere you've played is there anyone that you sort of have a nemesis to (laughs) is there anyone out there that's got your number whether it had been when you played for ipi or or with your national team or with the boston pride like a shooter that would just beat me every time not every time but Kind of had your number, yeah. I would probably say in college it was uh, pretty much the whole Clarkson team. They were just ruthless. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll probably have to give it to Thunstrom on Minnesota. She usually manages to sneak one by me almost every game. Oh, okay. All right. We should get her on the show and see what she says about it. Now we got to get her on the show. She's just so fast. <laughs> yeah. So just – sorry. I was just – casually thinking about uh like save percentages and everything and being an engineer do you, do you focus a lot on the stats after a game or is it kind of by the end of the season you're just cool like that's some stat yeah i don't think i look at it too much i think for me it's more important that you know we win the games and you know if it's 4-3 or 4-1 it doesn't matter too much as long as you get the win there you go a win's a win but yeah all right you know if, if you lose a game and get outshot really really badly you know sometimes you're like at least it wasn't just me messing up on two shots Right. It was everybody messing up. Yeah, but I try not to focus on it. There we go. Have you had a poutine before? I have. Oh, oh da bra. There you go. And uh, what is your preferred poutine, if you have one? Do they come in different versions? Oh, they come in so many versions. So you haven't had it with like bacon or with pulled pork? Or no, I've never had a fancy one. Oh, oh okay. Tell, oh. You're telling me they come with bacon as well? <laughs> of course. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> In Canada, yeah. everything can come with bacon. Yeah, I think it's a, it's, it's a bylaw in Canada. So what's like the weirdest one that's on menus out there? The weirdest. So there's two. Butter chicken? I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> there's two franchises that kind of uh, fight for top poutine dog. Um, and that's Smokes Poutinery and New York Fries. So New York Fries has a bunch of obscure ones. Like you might be able to Google it too on their website. But I think they're like a Greek salad poutine, which is just weird. That's just not what it's about. No, no, that is sacrilegious. And then they have the butter chicken one, which the butter chicken is decent, but it's also like you get it from a package, so you know eh, it's not authentic. But uh, I, I think the weirdest one I've ever had, and this is gonna sound so stupid, I know it was a joke, but it was still weird for the concept. It was uh, a white cheese poutine. So they had like it, it was pretty much regular fries, but they had just cheese curds, and then they had melted Swiss cheese on it, as opposed to like regular gravy. And I don't know, it was just. I'm like, those are cheese fries. It's not a poutine. Yeah, that's different. That doesn't count. Yeah. They lie. So it's a, it, no, it hasn't any poutine in it, but I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's why I wanted to try it. And I was like, okay, this is no. I've seen a few places that do sort of like exotic meats too, where like or or uh, game meats. So I've seen it with, oh, bo- yeah. with boar, right? I've seen it with, you know, venison and that sort of thing. So in Canada, you can pretty much find any way possible, really. <laughs> there you go. But the one at Wild Wings is quite good because I had it last time. You did, but that was a standard one. That would that yeah. have any fancy on it? Or was I that... had bacon on it. You had bacon. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wonder nice. if we throw some chives on that for her. Kind of really fancied up. Well, we can, we can make a Swedish version with lox. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's that's salmon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a big no. Salmon fish in general is gross. But anyways, I digress. How can our fans find you on social media? They can find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter. And I think it's just Lovisa Salander for both of them. 
I think I've only tweeted twice, though, so I would recommend Instagram, where I maybe post <laughs> about twice a year instead. Instead of twice ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those that just scroll. I just like to see what everyone else is doing. That's fair. Like, I gotta ask, are you a fan of the Millennium series? I am, yeah. Those movies scared the hell out of me when I was a kid and watched them. Yeah. But then I was a little bit older and read the book, and it's great. Still terrifying, but... I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. Honestly, especially of the originals. I'm not really a fan of the uh, Daniel Craig (laughs) version that Hollywood put out. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched that one. Don't. Don't watch it. Don't. Save yourself the aggravation. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember it being on TV, and I watched it with my parents when I was like a kid. Wow. And I put, my, I put myself to bed. I said, this is terrifying. I'm going to go to bed. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, how old were you when you watched the first one? I don't know. It must have been the year it came out. I was probably, what could I have been, 12 maybe? Scarred. Yeah. Yep. yeah permanently. For sure. For sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah. They were just like, what do you mean? It's just a movie. And I said, it's just a movie? <laughs> It's terrifying. I don't remember Disney being like this. The <laughs> <laughs> like Lion King had some horrible stuff in it, but... <laughs> Not like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now I'm really, I'm looking forward to, well, hopefully things don't get too messed up and you do still come to Toronto to play. Yes, hopefully. No offense, but we, we do need payback, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? We'll see about that. We'll see about that. <laughs> I really think you need it. Oh, we need it. We need I it. Think we need Toronto 6 to break the Boston curse of just yeah, losing correct. in Boston. We could lose to everybody else at this point, but we cannot lose to Boston any longer. That's just how no. it goes. It can't go <laughs> in the NHL and the PHF. That's just illegal. And I honestly <laughs> I honestly think it's between you and Elaine Chuli as to who's the best goalie in the league this year. That's what it's going to come down to. We'll see. She is, she is very good. Very good. Two shutouts, undefeated this year. Tough. Tough. Yeah. Well, just I'll just have to tell my forwards to really be on it that day. <laughs> we, you know, the mission of keeping the curse up. Yeah, you're like, do oh. it for me. Do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, all three of us would be in the back, just behind you, being like, hi. Also, boo, but hi. Yeah, if you see a couple of drunk guys in the stands heckling, that's, that's probably Justin and I. <laughs> I had a great heckler once at Cornell. We were playing Cornell in playoffs in college, and the guy spotted the Swedish flag on the back of my mask, and yeah. he just switched from like English to Swedish immediately. Oh! And I just got heckled. I got heckled in Swedish for a whole game, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Well, yeah, uh, it's great talking to you, Lavisa. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. I had to collect my uh, laundry actually halfway through this interview so i missed part of it that you were having the conversation with justin hopefully he didn't say anything too crass or (laughs) untoward because he does things like that at times he's a bit of a misogynist so i'm going to apologize right now i'll find out later when i listen to the recording (laughs) what what he may have said but hopefully he was a gentleman the whole time oh yeah Thank you. Please leave a five-star Yelp review on just <laughs> just me, not even the podcast. Yeah, thank you, guys. Good luck again this year, except for the games against us. And <laughs> <laughs> except for that one weekend. Exactly. Yeah. And then, otherwise, go ahead, kick ass. Just, just <laughs> shut out everybody. I'm, I'm okay with that, except for the one weekend. The one weekend, you can, I don't know, have the flu or something. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to be in that. You're like, your record is tarnished. 
Yeah. Like, let's give someone else a chance, right? Like, yeah. I'll see what I can do about it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> right on. Right on. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Take it easy, Louisa. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. If you have any questions for the Pro Sports Podcasters, be sure to reach us on our Twitter account, where you can also slide into our DMs and catch the latest snippets, dirt, and other exclusive things that we will tweet. Check us out at P Podcasters on Twitter.